Ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to a fucking new episode of We're Gonna Need a Bigger Show. It's really exciting. This is nuts for a few reasons. Uh, because this is the first official episode of Matt General Audience Miles joining us as like a, a co-host now. I'm pretty excited about it. <clears throat> uh, we killed Cameron. Now Cameron, Cameron's still around, but we're just bringing Matt on as as a, as another. Well. I shouldn't do that. As another co-host, uh, because I have a lot to say, and I need people <laughs> to listen. No, that's not true either. Matt, we've been doing some interviews together. Yeah, man. Uh, Dracula. Dracula from uh, Monster Squad, Simon Rumley, some good stuff. Got some more good shit coming up. What have you thought so far of the experience? Awful. It's it pretty been bad. the worst thing. Like, scale one to ten, I'm calling it like a eight. <laughs> yeah. Of terrible. Th- I'm gonna move just a little bit because we're sitting next to each other currently, we're very close. and it's we're very a little close. awkward to talk to each other <laughs> when we're sitting right next to each other. Um, so <laughs> this is fun. This is new and different and fun. And just keep saying it. <laughs> well, I feel like if, the more I say it, it's eventually gonna be true, right? right. Just gotta it's keep got to be. Here. I'm having fun. Just, I'm, I'm having, having a fun. good time. I don't fucking hate this guy. I don't fucking hate this guy. <laughs> Um, I the first interview we did with Simon Rumley, you hadn't embraced Matt General Audience Miles, right? Yeah, I mean, when, you know. during your sign off, you're <clears throat> like, "I'm oh, Matt Miles," but today when we interviewed Dracula, <laughs> I should, oh, I did, didn't I? Yeah. I didn't realize that I called yeah. myself the General Audience. Yeah, you know? just so embracing. now you can't come back. Yeah, just embracing it. You That's know? who you are now. Jurassic, Jurassic World was not bad. Oh, boy. <laughs> God damn it! I'm already mad. This is not going to be good. Uh, today's a weird episode. Today's a different episode. We're gonna we're gonna do a thing. <laughs> I feel like I'm just not pitching this very well. This is it's not really a new segment, but this is gonna happen from time to time, where they're gonna announce something or they're not gonna announce something. Man, this is terrible. I'm just not explaining this very well. Like um, you know, just we get in here and we do give it 110, percent and that's all, you can, <laughs> that's all you can really do. You and that's know? how you get great football. That's, that's how you get great football. Um, so this this year, this month mm. is the 25th anniversary of Our You Afraid of the Dark. Man, we're old. It's, I don't it's even official. want to talk about it. <laughs> I was five years old when Are You Afraid of the Dark came out. Oh, so God. were you. I was uh, you old yeah. piece of shit. <laughs> you, you got me. Don't even try to act like you weren't, because you were. You were five, and we both fucking watched. I Are feel you like I was like two. I, I feel like well, you know, you weren't. That's, that's not what the logic says. No, but that's the emotion. That's not side what your it. eight licenses say. <laughs> all with different birth dates. For the lo- for those of you who don't know, for a long time Matt was really cagey about his age, mm. and he used to tell people he was like almost 24. yeah twenty four when he was like twenty six. <laughs> <laughs> 19 you, Matt you don't You never looked 19 Stop it Even when you were 19 Do you want to switch chairs Because that's a terribly uncomfortable Got it You good. sure Good to go Because you can have the padded wood No I like the I like the hard ass wood <laughs> Under my butt cheeks <laughs> Um. So yeah So we're old as shit 
25 years. For those of you who have been listening to the podcast for a while, we have a history with Are You Afraid of the Dark? We did a retrospective episode a while back, which we'll probably cover a little bit of that again today. Um, And also, uh, I'll bring up what I'm thinking about in a second. But also, we have done some pretty extensive interviews with DJ McHale, who was the co-creator and writer-director of many, many, many of the episodes of Are You Afraid of the Dark? As well as Richard Dumont, who was Sardo... No Mr. Accent on, on the, the dough. dough. Uh, and Ross Hull, who was Gary. The original president of the uh, Midnight Society. <laughs> <laughs> Do they ever say like what his rank is? Yeah, is maybe, it leader? maybe he's not president. He's definitely leader. Maybe right. uh, maybe like commandant of the Midnight I don't, Society. That <laughs> sounds a little uh, right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, and in today's climate, we just can't <laughs> tolerate that. Um, Matt and I are sitting in, in the kitchen of our home, which is called Draculand, and we're both wistfully looking out this fucking huge bay window. Uh, <laughs> that's what I was laughing about just moments ago, because uh, I think we're both a little sad that we're this old. Right. But are you are you afraid of the dark? So what what's like your earliest memory of the show? Men, uh... I think I learned about it when it was on SNCC. You remember SNCC? Saturday, Saturday night, night. Nick, basically. Yep. And it came on very, like, the, at the end. The first one I remember was, the first show was Clarissa Explains It All. Yes. Um, and the last one was Are You Afraid of the Dark? What was in the middle? Later it was Kablam. But early, early on, on. Can you remember? Hang on. Because I got it. Hang on. It was Clarissa Explains It All followed by shit. Now I got nothing. Roundhouse. Oh, dude, Roundhouse. That weird, like, Soul Train for Kids kind of. <laughs> it was like a dancing show or something. Well, no, there was, like, sketches and shit, too. Wasn't it dancing? I don't remember dancing. Fuck, maybe I'm, maybe I'm projecting that. I feel like there was other things, too. Um, I don't know. We should look that up while we're talking. But go ahead. What, what else do you remember? Or, like, what was the first episode that you remember? The first episode, I, it's not even, like, I remember the first episode I saw. It was oh. it was in the middle, I didn't get the beginning, but it was the middle of Watcher's Woods. And it was that part when they, Bro. when the, when the, the skull comes up out of the ground, yeah. and then the dude, like, the, I think the Watcher himself, like, emerges up out of it, and that, like, immediately caught my attention. And I was just like, okay, what is this? And then I started, <laughs> like, like, tuning in more often. And then shortly thereafter, it started coming on, like, right at, like, four o'clock, I think. Right. So about the time I was getting home from school... It was running, and so I just watched it every like every day for a while. Okay. Well, a couple of questions. First question: uh, You were a horror kid growing up, right? But I tried to be. Uh, I wasn't allowed to see R-rated movies, and that really put a damper on it. But I right. watched like all the uh, the the non-R-rated movies, Universal Studios, uh, the yeah. early monster movies, all that stuff. So that was kind of a big... anything I could get my hands on. Goosebumps, especially. Goosebumps, yeah. The shit. books. Scary stories to tell in the dark. Oh man, yeah. Do you remember scary stories for sleepovers? I do. Yeah, uh, not not as iconic nowadays. Uh, no, as... but they had some cool stuff. Yeah, they always had those really really memorable covers with like a monster yeah. on it. Like there was like a swamp creature on one, or like and a mummy. Like there that. was one with a fucking oh, mummy, man, I don't dude. That one. Yeah, yeah. They had those. You should the, get that a tattoo. <laughs> the the mummy from scary tales from sleepovers. If I as all a right, fact if if some if somehow I'm not I'm not financially able to, but if I was, mm. if I was like, hey, I'll pay for this if you get this as a tattoo, would you do it? Yeah. Oh yeah, absolutely. No yeah, shit. Yeah, I would do that. All right, I'll well, do like right here, like right over my heart. That's where I'm pointing to. Um, yeah, yeah, I, I would get that. Yeah, they weirdly had those books at the Dollar General near my house, and oh, so I got them okay. on the cheap. See, that's weird because like the only way that I was able to get them was like at the book fair. 
Oh, really? Okay. Yeah, yeah I think they cool. did have them at the book yeah. fair. That's, I think that's where I got my uh, my scary stories to tell in the dark. I think that was at, like, one book fair. Yeah. Uh, in in related news to scary stories, uh, we're going to jump around a little bit, but this, uh, do you see that they re-released the books with the original art? Oh, did they? That's yeah. good. Yeah. So, um, the, the last version was the Brett Helquist art. Yeah. And, I mean, he did the art for uh, a series of unfortunate events. He's a really great artist, but, but not. he just can't step to Stephen Gamble. Yeah, Gamble's yeah. art is just legendary. He cannot step to that. Um. So, okay, you were kind of a horror kid. Mm-hmm. Do com- horror comics? Were that Was that... No, not really. Because that um, was still a little before our time, but I was, like, I was still finding them places yeah yeah there would there would be weird kind of not necessarily one-offs but to me one-offs like i would find not like uh ec comics or any of that yeah but um you know like there would just be kind of random i don't think marvel did them but i would like go to uh to comic stores and find them i remember there was one called uh shit i don't remember i got in trouble for having it, it was called dead clown or something clown <laughs> it was it was like it was it was somewhat like dark horsey but it had nothing to do with spawn it was just about some i think fucking ex like criminal clown that got like came back from the dead and started murdering people. Oh, yeah. I feel like they've adapted that like thirty times. Right. Um. Okay. Trivia time. Mm. What was the cartoon that was part of the original Snick lineup? The cartoon. Yeah. Oh shit. Cause I got that from okay. ninety two to ninety three. There was a cartoon. Actually, no. From it, it stuck around for a while. Oh man. Come on. Nickelodeon cartoons that were that we probably shouldn't watch when we were kids. Ren and Stimpy. Yes. You, yeah. Honestly, I had it more with we shouldn't have watched the like when we were kids. But now I do remember that being yeah. Nick. Yeah. They they didn't really know what to do with that show. I feel like they no. kind of it was like we have a late night block, so I guess, but it's still literally aimed at children. So right. Well, from so from at eight o'clock was Clarissa explains it all. Eight thirty was Roundhouse. Nine p.m. was Ren and Stimpy. Nine thirty was Are You Afraid of the Dark? Last. Yeah. For the, for the then, uh, from from ninety three to mid summer of nineteen ninety four, they added the Adventures of Pete and Pete. Oh yeah. Yep. And then Good Roundhouse shit. didn't come on until ten p.m. Because oh, I guess weird. it was kind of an adult show. I just remember the humor being kind of like. All I really remember is it starting out and there being like a lot of movement and I think the Roundhouse logo would like yeah. kind of come in and out and like move. I remember it sort of, but I never really gave you shit about roundhouse i remember like i was i'm more familiar with like later there was kablam yeah and all right kind of but in that, that in that vein more trivia from 94 to 96 what was the other sketch show or what was the sketch show that took over uh for roundhouse was it all that yeah oh yeah man all that was my jam yeah that was around the same time i remember this this is when they started to soften a little bit because now now i'm remembering there was another then there was the secret world of alex mack oh yeah you did the girl could turn into like, like a puddle. liquid yeah she, she could, turn into mercury she or something. could turn into capri sun yeah it was always really silvery yeah because yeah. re- remember those fucking capri sun it was all, yeah it looked like liquid metal yeah like t1000 like the kid would squeeze the thing and t1000 would come out and awesome <laughs> take uh, <more> tubular <laughs> uh and then space cases do you remember that Space cases. It was like Star Trek. Yeah. Yeah, there was the girl with the short black hair and like rainbow yes. stuff on her head. I have not thought about that show in a long time. I'm just but bringing I do it all back space for you. Cases. Do you remember Wienerville? Speaking of weird ass shows, I was I was gonna bring this up <laughs> earlier, but I couldn't think of a way to segue it in. Yes, what a weird as shit show. The little the puppets with the human heads. Yes. And yeah, that didn't last long. I don't think. No. But it was it was a weird it was weird. Uh, Kablam didn't show up until early fall of 1997 oh later than i thought yeah okay and then actually really strangely this was after keenan and kel were part of it are you afraid of the dark 
went or left in early 96 or fall of 96. Right. Um, I thought they came back. I guess not. Fuck. Man. Oh, yeah, it did. All right. Early 1999 through late 1999, Are You Afraid of the Dark came back. Yeah, for a while I remember uh, it was there. There was a time when it was both after school and on SNCC, but the new episodes would come out on SNCC, and so you'd see yeah. the commercial for the next one that was coming up that Saturday. Right. And then after that, it would go into the lineup of reruns. The first one I can remember pretty distinctly. I don't remember much about the episode. It was about the hounds feeding the the fucking dogs. The dogs. She had to put on the riding jacket and then she became possessed or some shit. I do not think I remember this one. Yeah. Man, I'm ashamed. And there was Kibble. <laughs> I, d- I remember very, like, obviously no details about this. Interesting. Um, That one and then the Tale of the Lonely Ghost. <laughs> Lonely Ghost. Was that the guy, was that the, the, the one with the white bird symbol on the rocks and there's like the dead lover guy up on the bluff no, who fell off? Not no, that one? No, no, no. I don't remember. Oh, no. It's, I know it's definitely not that one. But I don't remember which one that is. Mm. But it, it, um, it, the, the lonely ghost was the, the little girl ghost in the apartment. Do you remember this? Man. It's like some of the scariest imagery. I remember an old lady ghost in an apartment. I'm pretty sure it's the same episode. Okay. Yeah. I, I think I know the one you're talking about. Yeah. <clears throat> maybe. The lonely ghost. Maybe I'm confusing a few. Well, they they somewhat run together. Yeah, <laughs> you know, uh, they yeah. they tread the same ground quite often. Um, yeah, for I mean, obviously, for like the background about Are You Afraid of the Dark, I would suggest that you go back and listen to our interview with DJ McHale. It's it's a pretty extensive interview. However, it is fucking fascinating. <laughs> like to hear just the history of the show and everything. But we're not really here to talk about the history of the show. What we are here to talk about is how we. In 2017, would reboot Are You Afraid of the Dark? <laughs> so, um, because we're egomaniacs, right. according to the internet. Our ideas need to be heard. Um, yes, all right, we must be heard. That is why we have a fucking <laughs> podcast. Um, I want to know, Matt. All right, so you and I were in charge, were in charge of Hollywood, Hollywood yeah. land. Yeah. <laughs> all right, so my first question is, how would you, would it, would it be a TV show... Or would it be a film? It would be a TV show. Okay. Yeah, definitely. Uh, yeah, the only, the only way I can think to do a film would be kind of an anthology thing. Which, right. I mean, that could be really cool in its own right. That could be an awesome, like, a cool way to go with it. But I, I would go show. Okay. Uh, I'm not necessarily saying we have the... Uh, I mean, like, sort of, we don't have the climate for it, but, like, that's a big thing. Horror shows are a big thing right now. Yeah. It's just, like, that kind of show not coming off as campy is going to be next to impossible. Okay, so then that's the next question. Is it on Nickelodeon? And... If it isn't, well, all right, is it on Nickelodeon? Yes, it is. It's on Nickelodeon. I think. I think keeping it a kids show is pretty integral to keeping it distinct from things like Tales from the Crypt, Tales from the Dark Side, etc. You know, things with kind of a more mature thing. Are you afraid of the dark? In my opinion, needs to stay in the realm of a kids show. So Nickelodeon is the obvious choice for it. Okay. Now, my question then is, you can't exactly do that kind of camp anymore no no you can't and the thing is like i remember watching this show and i I don't think i'm alone it did not seem campy at the time in retrospect it seems totally campy but i was just like okay this is like some of some of the monster effects didn't work even when i was like you know nine or ten years old but uh some of them still work yeah right well yeah there there are a few that now it's like like a dead man's float obviously it's so terrifying that is still the stuff of nightmares and i am i am significantly older now Ripe old age of twenty two, and I'm still I'm still frightened. 
uh, by the dead man's float goddamn what melting pool zombie right whatever yeah he was <laughs> yeah i don't even recall i think he drowned in the pool so they, that, they like spirit. boarded it up yeah, like, yeah, and the nerd found the pool. You're right. Tried to get the girl, yeah. and they both almost died. Yeah. And then they killed it by throwing chlorine on it. Oh, that's right. I forgot about that part. And yeah, he, they, they defeated the ghost. And then he smokes like dry ice. Yeah, and then I guess they opened that pool up because it's safe now or something. Yeah. I don't know. Now everybody can swim in the dead right. pool. <laughs> um, so, okay, so it's a TV show. Mm-hmm. All right, and it's on Nickelodeon. Television show on Nickelodeon, uh... I don't think there's an equivalent to Snick anymore, um, but I mean maybe like a once a week kind of thing, you know. Okay. Yeah. What else? Like, how do you um, keep it now? Now, how are you keeping it fresh, new? How? What do you? What do you do? Well, I mean, a lot of that is obviously going to be based on the stories, you know. Right. Um, I think the nostalgia factor will work to a small extent, but I mean, I think you're not going to get the the old audience back necessarily. You know, you, nostalgia's not going to mean anything to kids that are now like 9 or 10. You know, what right. the old are you've heard of the dark, they're not going to get the references. So I think a lot of it is just going to depend on the stories, uh, whether they can find the right balance of, whether I can find the right balance <laughs> of uh, of horror and, you know, kid stuff and to kind of make that, that scary fun that I feel like the mm-hmm. original Are You Afraid of the Dark had. Um, I think that's the the important part. Well, they were morality tales most of the time. Yeah, they which, were. You know, the same could be say, said of like Twilight Zone or uh, Tales from the Crypt. Yeah. Um, okay. So, do you make do you give it a harder edge? Um, do, do you grit it up? Yeah. Yes. You again going back with what we said earlier of how that camp will not hang today. Mm-hmm. Like you have to grit it up a bit. Don't make it super edgy. You know, kids getting ripped in half by fucking like <laughs> Frankenstein's monsters or something. Just you know, but yeah, you a didn't little finish more, your homework. Rip. Right. Yeah, a, but a little more like this kid went missing and no one knows what happened to him. You know, a, a little edgier, but not super violent. All right. How do you incorporate the Midnight Society the same way? No, actually. Um, I, I've got a lot of ideas there. All right, um, well, let's so, hear it. All right, if, if I were going to reboot it, I think I would go I would go something like this. Uh, first off, do you remember the episode, uh, the, the Tale of the Silver Sight? We, we briefly talked about this. It was presented as a movie. Right, yeah, right. That's how they add the commercials. Right, work. but it was like... What three episodes? I think I think the first time they played it, they just played them all back to back. But yeah, it was they all had the intro. And didn't the they do that more than once? What was the other one? Uh, they did Cutter's Treasure with Charles S. Dutton as Cutter. Oh, that's right. I forgot that was him. Yeah, he. There was that one, and there was another. Doesn't Cutter come back in Silver Sight? No. Does he? He might. Let me Google need that. To look that's, that up. These are, these are the things that people want to know. These are the things. Did the pirate ghost come back in Silver Sight? <laughs> Um, Sardo's in it, isn't he? Yeah, yeah, Sardo's in it. So I, is Vink. Yeah, I want to say I was about to say I want to say Vink's in it oh. also, uh, with a v, v, v. V, v, v. Um, but <laughs> kind of picking up a little bit off of that. So, uh, my uh, my reboot of Are You Afraid of the Dark? I'm looking it up. Would uh, would go probably more or less as follows. Um, so episode begins right first episode, <laughs> and we see a kid. And the kid's, like, in the woods at night, and there's a campfire up ahead, and there's, like, a kid facing away from him in the campfire, or by the campfire. Okay. And he walks up, kid whirls around, has, like, a wolf face, all right? And then, they, then, they, then the kid wakes up. The, the, oh, okay. Right. Fake uh, out. It just it's, it's the exact same way the silver sight begins, except okay. scary in that, okay? 
Um, so he wakes up, his mom's calling him from school, he goes downstairs and he's leaving for school and he hang, he gets with his friends, our proto-Midnight Society, they're all walking to school together and kind of the leader of the bunch is a girl and, and her name's name Sherry. Carrie. Carrie. <laughs> I mean, I mean, you're not, you're saying it funny, but I'm, I'm serious. Her name's Carrie. And they're, they're walking and they, they, they're going to pick up their, they're like walking to get all their friends and Carrie comes out of her house and her dad comes out behind her and is like really worried and it is... Gary. Gary. Her dad. Her dad is Gary. Um, um, yeah, I know. I'm giving you fucking gold here, right? Um, man, Carrie and Gary. Yeah. All right, but here's the thing: mm-hmm. is it played by Ross Hull? Absolutely, absolutely. He's got like kind of gray hair, and he seems really worried. And he's all like, "Be home!" Like he's really, he's really like, "Be home!" Right after school, all this stuff. And she's annoyed. And he's like, "I will, Dad." And she goes off. She has two dads. She has two fathers. Well, Ross Hull is. He's openly gay. So. Well, yeah, okay, then good. Let's right. Let's put that in there. Like, well, not not opening scene, but we'll introduce, you know, like other dad. <laughs> well, you know, it's just like we we just need we need to see Gary. Other dad is <clears throat> is Tucker, his brother. Oh, can't do that. <laughs> <laughs> but we are getting real. Speaking other, of edgy new reboot of mid, of the Midnight Society. Other dad shit. It, it can't be Tucker. Frank. As they're oh yeah, I could, the tough that would, guy. That would make so much sense. He was he was like he was being a dick to Gary to hide his, his what he, what true he truly feelings. Felt. <laughs> Incredible. That was less acceptable. Right. Time, yeah. I guess. Um, they're, they're walking and it can't be Tucker because we find out that all the original members of the Midnight Society, save Gary, went missing. What? It's like a, it's a town thing. It's like kind of a local legend. They were like in the woods. This was after Gary relinquished. You're pitching a movie presidency. Right You're not pitching and, a TV show. <laughs> and um, and they all went missing. And that's why Gary's really uh, weird about his his uh, really protective of his daughter. And they're talking about how they like the Midnight Society, but they he, Gary won't really talk to his daughter about it and all this stuff. They they they, they like her and they want to know more about it. Anyway, again, local legend. Almost done. Give me two more minutes. No, you're okay, good. Um, I like this. <laughs> okay, so local legend. They're walking and they come to this. They, there's like a kid who like I don't know shows up, talks to them, yada yada yada, and he starts talking like, hey, he like heard them talking. He's like, hey, do you want to like? Are you guys talking about the Midnight Society? And they're like, yeah, whatever, kid, go away. And he's like, no, I know all about them. And Carrie's like, bullshit, you don't know anything. Shut the fuck up, get out of here. Fuck you. Yeah, basically. And then he starts giving her information. He's like, well, this and this and it's all right. Stuff. So Carrie doesn't know that her dad is Gary. He does. She does know. She okay. absolutely knows. Everyone knows. Again, this is like kind of a local thing that happened in the town. Okay. Um, she, he just doesn't like to talk about it. Uh, but he's the only, he's the last <laughs> member. His brother went missing, everyone went missing, they're all missing. Um, and he, yeah, he doesn't and like he's to talk like, to I forbid you to go in the woods. Basically, he's like, you shouldn't worry about stuff like that. Like, that's... Me that's... and your other father forbid you <laughs> to go into the Me and Frank forbid you to go into the woods. And But Frank's really nice now, and he's like, seriously, sweetie, it's very dangerous out there. Be careful. And Gary's like, kind of the, I don't know. He's got a drinking problem. Because <laughs> his brother's gone. It all, yeah, it all just, it, it's like poetry. Right. <laughs> um, <laughs> it rhymes. <laughs> Um, anyway, the kid, the kid, uh, seems to know about the Midnight Society, and the kid, the kid that was walking that had the dream is kind of weirded out, because he doesn't know it, and they don't point out to it, but the kid is dressed just like the wolf kid in his dream was. Okay. He's got the same clothes on, but he doesn't really Hold understand on. it. Go ahead. The kid in the silver sight is this, this kid, right? The, yes, that's okay. the demon kid, exactly. But he wasn't a wolf. He was. At the, in the, in Gary's dream, he turned around, but he wasn't necessarily a wolf, he just turned around and had like a werewolf face. In the beginning oh, of Silver Side, yeah, we, we should Google a picture right. of him. He was kind of a monster face, but it definitely had wolfish features. Okay. Um, uh, so he gives them enough stuff they kind of believe that maybe he knows what he's talking about, and he's like, "All right, I'll show you where the Midnight Society used to meet, but you got to do me a favor." And he like turns to Carrie and he's like, "There's this thing." 
these pieces of something in your house and he tells her exactly where it is and she's like yeah I know what that what you're talking about so the kids hold on the kid is dressed all old timey no no oh, so he doesn't look he didn't look like that oh shit he was dressed really old yeah what I what I say Jesus that is very noticeable also, I did not realize there's the tail that's dressed. the that's the lonely ghost oh yeah that one's awesome that is not the one with the the old woman but I do remember that one and that one is creepy as hell right um so anyway um no he's not dressed old timey uh we can maybe get that same weird ass haircut for him just okay. to, for the you know five adults that are watching this um <laughs> Um, and so he, he wants her to steal this thing and he'll show them where it is. And maybe there's some like argument in the group. They're like, we shouldn't do that. And Carrie's like, no, I'm going to do that. This is the only way. Don't you want to know about the Midnight Society? Right. And so the kid's like, the, the creepy kid is like, yeah, get that and meet me back here tonight at like 10 o'clock. And okay. so she does it and she sneaks out. Maybe when after school, we can see a little more interaction with her and her dad and yada, yada. And they, they come back and it's the, it's the pieces again. The, the people watching this first time aren't going to get it, but it's the pieces of the silver sight that was broken at the right. end of the episode, and the kid wants it. Um, and so they bring it to him, and he, he's like, all right, and he like takes him to the woods, and up ahead they see a fire, and it, it's it's the exact thing. It looks the same. The chair's still there. The fire's going. The bag is there. It's like nothing has been yeah, touched. Yeah, wasn't there strangely. like a big stone chair? Yeah, there was that weird with a point with its like yeah. triangular back. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and so that's there, and the kid is like, all right, well, like, like everyone sit down and he like takes the bag and then the kid the creepy monster kid tells the first story and that's the intro into um in, into are you afraid of the dark okay I, but that's a movie okay that is the, that's the first episode and maybe it's one of those things of i don't i don't want i wouldn't want the the setup the, the beginning of every episode to be its own story right. but just maybe like a little bit of progression every time okay like, so no more like six or seven minutes per episode all right but. so <clears throat> so they're hour-long episodes now? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. You know what? Yeah, they are. Hell yeah. Okay. I, I didn't think about that, but now that you mentioned it, definitely. Okay. And so part of it, part of the, half of the episode is like this continuing story that's going to run the run of the series, I guess. Yeah. Like a, like a third of it. And okay. that's kind of the thing. And then they, but they always eventually get around to a story and maybe like they don't always have to be in the woods I mean, preferably, but this is going to be difficult with this, all this narrative I'm putting on here. But, like, they could all be, like, talking to them, each other in, like, walkie-talkies in their room and telling stories that way. You know, you can get, you can get kind of crazy with it. Okay, so how does... What, what's the, uh... Fucking... The monster kid? No, uh, no. Oh, well, yeah. I'll never name him. He's just, like, a... De- I think even in the Silver Sight, he's just some demon that wants that thing. And it kind of implies that he's responsible for the creation of the Midnight Society. Okay, but here's the thing. All right, I'm with you. I'm, but yeah. as Hollywood executive, I've yeah, got to yeah. ask you questions. Me, put the put the boots to me. Um. <laughs> all right. So he, they give him the silver sight in the first episode. They do. They well, give then him the first. What does it do? I don't recall what it did. They, it just kills people or something. We never again. It's one of those episodes where it's the thing where it's the big MacGuffin, <laughs> but luckily the MacGuffin is destroyed before it can do its big MacGuffin thing. You know, he they oh. use it to kill the the, to the demon kid. What is it, how did, what gets, does it do? Uh, they just like call on its power and it like vanquishes him. It's like okay. I think it ends with him the the demon kid trying to get Gary to kill some other guy with it, and then Gary's like, "No, you're the real monster," and then kills him with the silver sword. Okay, so let's back up. Mm-hmm. They can't in order. I feel like in order for this to work, they can't have a fully assembled silver sight in the first episode because I guess that's just. That's sort of the whole the whole thing, right? Right. I guess you kind of you know shot my little earlier there. Um, okay. Well. Oh, I got it. Okay. <laughs> okay. All right. Let me, let me, so let me hear it. You're talking about 
All right, so they, they still, the kid still, the demon kid still shows them Midnight Society okay. uh, against Gary and Frank's wishes. Right. Um, and that's part of it, like turning the kids against okay. yeah, the adults. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, all right, well, hold on. Let me ask you this. The Midnight Society, are they dead? Uh, that Okay, honestly, like, I haven't written that far. Uh, probably, basically, after the events no. of the Silver Sight, they all went missing. Okay. Um, and so they're probably dead. Like, uh, they've been bummer. missing for, like, 15 years. So it's just one of those things of, bummer. you know. Yeah. Well, yeah, it is. Again, like, I, I when I was thinking of this, I was like, this is kind of harsh on the original Midnight Society. But, hey, right. maybe, they're, maybe they're not dead. It's a kid's show. They'll probably <laughs> find them in some weird stasis or something. You know, it's some Are You Afraid of the Dark shit. That, all right, yeah, that makes more sense. Right. That they're, like, all frozen in... Something like that. Silver um, sight goo. But, yeah, the idea is uh, that the, 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 the this this demon, or whatever the hell he is, is basically responsible for the Midnight Society, and he keeps it going for some nefarious purpose that he will write in, like, the fucking third season or something. Okay. I don't know. All right, so... This is like a th- way for him to gather souls or something like that. It always has been. All right, so here's the deal. He can't, like, he can't... He doesn't know where the, the shit for the Silver Sight is, or he can't touch it himself, or, like... He can't the... get it himself. Again, when we're get, it's like one of the, It's like vampire rules, you know? It's one of the things that he should just be able to do this, but he can't because Gary's taking precautions, or that's breaking the rules, or whatever. Okay, so each week when they're... There, there has to be many parts to the Silver Sight now. Well, yeah, it's it's the it is the it's the main like the wraparound plot kind of. No, but I, what I'm saying is like the oh, actual physical, physical thing. Yeah, gotcha. So each time they're going to like find a new piece or something. Maybe every four episodes they'll get a new piece. It's like in four pieces or something. Okay. But I, I want the I would want the monster kid to be part of the Midnight Society. Carrie's the leader, and he might not show up every episode. And maybe as time goes on, they slowly figure out like, okay, this guy's not our friend at all. Okay, but so then maybe the, the episodes that he shows up in are the episodes where they actually go to a physical location to get the piece yeah, of the silver sight. Maybe. And he tells a story. Yeah, I, that'd be awesome. That would be cool. And they all um, end terribly for the kid. His are the ones that end really poorly. Oh, for the he's kids. telling the story of them getting his. No, no, no. Oh, okay, okay, gotcha. No, no, yeah. I'm saying like he. He's te- like whatever story he tells is one of those classic. Are you afraid of the dark episodes in which a kid just gets fucking yeah, murdered? Yeah, right. Like get run over he by tells, a, a pinball. He or tells something. <laughs> runaway pinball truck. <laughs> he tells the really dark stories, and you could even do kind of a like an X Files thing where it's like some episodes have a lot to do with the, the main plot line, and right. some are just yeah. That's what I mean. Yeah, one-offs. yeah. yeah. Uh, and I guess the one-off ones are just like at the campfire. Right? Yeah, something okay. like that. They all just get away for a while, and like again, their parents don't know they're going here, or at least. Her, Carrie's parents don't know she's going here. Okay, I don't hate this. Right? However, longevity. Uh, yeah, well, that's a problem anyway. I mean, <laughs> Well, yeah, but all right, so the guy, the demon man kid, assembles the silver sight. Then what's he going to do? Yeah, I mean, well, obviously we can't let him get some of the silver sight because they'll, they'll probably all vanish just like right. the original Midnight Sight he did. Um, okay, so with that, you could, let's see, you can, you can bring a couple of things in. You got the silver light, silver sight storyline. Right. You could bring in what happened to the original members of the of the Midnight Society storyline. Uh-huh. Like maybe one of them. Um, what was the blonde haired girl's name? I want to say maybe it was Carrie. Um, oh, was she, was this like original? Yeah, 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 the original. Maybe a, an original member of the Midnight Society. The actor, actress that plays them, maybe shows up and like tells them something, and they're like, "Wait, what?" And then the, then the person's gone, and like it's like, "Oh, wait, maybe there's like someone still out here somewhere." Oh, I you, see. you could add wrinkles as needed. Um, but yeah, you. But can't... how do you keep them telling stories? Well, um, let's see. The uh, the Silver Sight plotline. Will prob- Betty Ann was it? Yeah, Betty Ann. That yeah. was it. Yeah, uh, maybe have Betty Ann show up and like something like you shouldn't go to the woods or whatever. And then they're just like, shut up, Betty Ann. 
you old bitch. You just dumb, like leave. You, you dumb cracker. Yeah, get something out of here. like that. Uh, and then we kind of slowly bring back what happened to the original Midnight Society, and we can get a few episodes out of that. Um, yeah, probably by the end of the first season, or at the latest, the end of the second season, the Midnight Society is fully aware that this kid is a bad thing, and he's not their friend, and now it's them It's them versus him. And now it's them actively trying to keep him from getting the Silver Sight. Maybe they've already given him, like, two or three pieces, but they understand now. And, like, she finally comes, comes out to her dad about it, and is like, you know, this happened, like, what do we do? And he's just like... Okay, like we gotta Frank get in here. <laughs> we gotta have a family talk. <laughs> I like how this has become canon. <laughs> um, but you know, and then we then we get we, we maybe get a season out of that. And I mean, you know, an Are You Afraid of the Dark reboot? If my if my Are You Afraid of the Dark reboot gets four seasons, I'll be I'll be pleased. Wow, with that. <laughs> four yeah, seasons. Four, I, think, yeah. I think what I just laid down, I can get four seasons out of that. I okay, so. M- maybe three, but I, th- I think I can do four. All right. Yeah, not bad. Thanks, man. You got what? What do you got? All right. What's, what's, what are your thoughts on the on the topic? I'm going a different direction. I would I would expect mine's pretty <laughs> extensive and wacky. <laughs> I'm going a little more streamlined, but also, uh, but also, well, we'll see. So, it's a TV show. Okay. Yeah. Nickelodeon. No. Okay. Not Nickelodeon. No. But not like. That's the thing. Like, I don't know. I, maybe Netflix or like. Oh, ooh, yeah. Streaming. All right. Yeah. See, I'm already fucking with your expectations. <laughs> Bringing the internet in the face. Yeah. Well, because and that that comes from like a few different things. Money, because I feel like they would put the budget that you would need into it. Oh yeah, for sure. Because here's the thing, the kids can be anybody. The Midnight Society can be anybody. Yeah, true. Um, but I think that you need the writers to be fucking famous people. Yeah, I could see that. Okay. Right. I think like modern people like modern horror directors, modern genre directors who grew up with Are You Afraid of the Dark? Yeah. Need to be writing these stories. Would you do like a guest writer, like different writers yes. every episode? Yeah. Okay. I could see that. Yeah. That's like, pretty cool. As much as I don't particularly like this person, but like Ty West doing an episode. Mm, yeah, I can see it. Uh, not Ty, no, I like Ty West. Uh, Adam Wingard, maybe. Oh, yeah. I was, yeah no, Ty no, West fuck him. Ty West slow. would be good. It would be a slow burn, <laughs> slow, but it would be slow good. Burn, slow burn. Uh, the dark. No, f- fuck that. Fuck Adam Wingard and his stupid fucking face. <laughs> I like how I was like, you know, I don't like Adam Wingard, but and like, but I'll bring him in after like, I'm like 20 no. seconds later. I was like, actually, fuck Adam Wingard. Never yeah, mind. I just, I fucked that all up, guys. Sorry. <laughs> um, what I mean to say is, fuck Adam Wingard. Number two, <laughs> if anybody wants to get him this podcast and just put it in his stupid fucking face while he's shooting Godzilla versus King Kong. I mean, like, this will be all over Twitter tomorrow. Right, yeah. <laughs> Fat guy calls out Adam Lingard. Um, but yeah, maybe like, I mean, his writing partner, who I don't detest as much, like Simon Barrett writing, writing an episode. I feel like you do it like Masters of Horror did. Right. Where you have one writer and one director. Okay. You know? Maybe so, like a guest appearance of a celebrity or something every now and then. Yes, that's what I mean, because that's, the original show did that. <coughs> yeah, it's true. Ryan you know, Gosling. Ryan Gosling. <laughs> What's the one big one, though, that everybody fucking forgets? Oh, man. Uh, let's see. Which is one of the most appalling performances and just one of the worst episodes. Oh, I'm intrigued. Uh, it's male or female celebrity? Male. Male, female. Or male celebrity. This per- the, all right. DJ would not specifically say who this was because he's a nice guy. But he, the clue, I believe, that he gave me and Cameron was that this person went on to be part of a massively successful franchise. No idea. You're not even going to believe it, because uh, I don't even know if you know this episode exists. It took me a, a while to figure this out. 
Hayden Christensen. What? Yeah. I did not know he was in an Are You Afraid of the Dark? In like, it's, I think it's the last season. It's like some Yeti episode. Don't even remember a Yeti episode. Yeah, exactly. Right. That's what I'm talking about. It's it's bad. It's re- <laughs> I went and watched it. It is so bad. But not that Hayden Christensen's a good actor anyway. That guy's a fucking terrible actor. Right. You know. Um, I, yeah, I'm trying to think what the name of the, the episode was. But yeah, it was just, I mean, just... Hayden Christensen beginning his long tradition of terrible acting. Just, yeah. Um, I think maybe it was season six. Uh, I think seven was the last one, right? Yeah, there were seven. But anyway, yeah, so... Oh, the tale of Bigfoot Ridge. While skiing in Canada and searching for their missing friend, two teenagers get lost in a cabin with a spooky, life-sucking demon lurking around. Wow, and he gets the whole thing about how he hates snow and how it gets everywhere. Probably. (laughs) Um... I hate snow. I hate, it's everywhere. It's gritty. <laughs> what? Yeah. But anyway, uh, yeah, because imagine like you could put, just think of the the trend of like putting people like Barbara Crampton and Jeffrey Combs, two reanimator people, but like, you know, the Larry Fessenden. Yeah. Like putting those people in Are You Afraid of the Dark episodes? Man, Larry Fessenden would be perfect now that you mention him. Yeah. Like, he would be the perfect next Vink or like that recurring creepy oh character. Oh my god. Damn, he would be perfect for that. Holy shit. <laughs> yes. Um, and, but then I also think you bring back like Sardo. Yeah. Because Richard Dumont could still do it. Yeah, yeah. Um, Aaron Taggart, Tagger, Tagger, Dr. Vink, he's still oh. alive and I, I mean, he's older, but I, it would be really fucking cool to see him yeah, show up totally. again. Um, so I feel like there's ways to do that. I feel like also there should be either like spinoff or sequel episodes. Like you mean? To older shit. Oh, okay. Like what happened later are going back to. Yeah. Recurring. Yeah. Okay. Or like cool. little hints at stuff and like, um, I don't know, kind of like how American Horror Story We'll put like some of the shit from previous seasons. References. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah that would also, uh, I mean, that would also expand your audience. That's one, of the, that's one of the things I was thinking about with like all my blah of just like things that would get the original, like people that used to watch it to keep watching it, right. you know, because I would totally still watch Are You Afraid of the Dark yeah. if it came out. If it was a good show, I'd watch the shit out of that. I still yeah. watch the old Are You Afraid of the Dark. Right. And that's the thing. So it's like, how do you keep people engaged? Okay. I don't think it works on Nickelodeon anymore. Mm-hmm. Um, just because I feel like they would water it down so yeah, I, I would, I would, I think once you've said that, I think Netflix is the clear answer. I just didn't yeah. think about that at all. Um, <laughs> and I mean, just with the popularity of things like Stranger Things, and just like you know, yeah. Um, but I like the idea of this bigger story. I just don't know how you would incorporate it like yeah. I, you know like how do you bring the original midnight society back yeah. how do you you know like that's why i went the silver sight route because i feel like that was the only episode that ever went kind of meta with it and talked about them you right. know usually there you don't you you like hear something like i'm having trouble with my parents are like someone will be like i like a girl at school or something right. but you never really got anything about any of them um until that one and then weirdly there were just three episodes all about them or episodes of stranger things are an hour long aren't they yes they're an hour each I feel like you could still do that. It might be cool to do, like, again, half an hour of story and, like, to it be this, you know, like, I mean, just like the, the regular show, but then this bigger story yeah. of these kids actually dealing with real supernatural things. Right. Like, there's uh, some kind of something about this Midnight Society, and it's like they, they, like, it's been around since the 30s, and like, you know, yeah, like, yeah. it's just there's, there must be some reason for this. Like, people right. keep doing it. Right. So, I think exploring that could be interesting. Yeah. Um, just because they, yeah, like you said, I mean, they didn't ever really. Yeah. Um, 
Yeah, I feel like you kind of have to bring like some of the actors back. Um, make it practical. Oh yeah, you know, do Whenever the effects possible. practical. Because um, I don't remember them doing much CGI towards the end. I'm sure they did. They did a couple of CGI ghosts. I remember. Or like, oh, yeah. I remember one. And it didn't look good at all. Like they had the hardest edges of like yeah. any CGI. But uh, yeah, their their forays into CGI were were typically pretty rough looking. Um, do you remember this was not CGI, and it, it just kind of shows how good practical effects were. The tale of the bookish babysitter. Yes, I do. What and a the weird fucking episode. creepy old man ghost in the black cloak. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. That was horrifying. Yeah, he was the coolest part of that episode, and they put him in like every commercial. I remember seeing him yeah. all the time in the previews, never knowing what episode that was. Until they put a lot, seeing a that. lot of stuff from that episode because the witch was in a lot of the stuff. Right. And yeah, it was it was the the witch. Didn't she have a book about a knight? There was like a well, knight it was that, all the same book. Oh, okay, right. Yeah, uh, all the stuff coming from that book. Yeah, really, I don't know why that one, uh, why that one was the one that fucking stuck, but yeah, a lot of stuff came from that one. I'm trying to find a picture of the, yeah, there it is, oh my god. Yeah, he's a nightmare. It's horrifying, because he has, like, this very classic, like, Renaissance, like, Renaissance painting of, like, Jesus. Yeah, right. That's what his face looks like, like, in agony. Yeah, right, he also just has that, like, kind of, like... 17th century gothic like revenant look yeah you know you see in like old art from like old novels of the time and stuff oh there's some good cgi well, that is just, just overlay but yeah <laughs> yeah i don't know uh so but then the other question is do you remake any of the old episodes yeah i mean maybe maybe you you could start the one of like the second or third episode with like some kind of remake of laughing in the dark just because that's probably the most iconic episode. Yeah. Um, as far as like, I I, th- I think the idea of what you said earlier with sequels, follow ups is gonna is gonna be a little better. Um, yeah, there there are a couple that were that were strong enough to be worth a remake, like just based on plot, you know. Right. <clears throat> um, I think Laughing in the Dark is one of them. Um, there are a few really iconic episodes like that, but for the most part, no. Uh, okay, so let's take so that's kind of what I would do. Mm-hmm. I feel like you could get a lot of mileage out of that. Right. Uh, but let's take a different tack. If you were going to make it as a film, okay? They just did. <laughs> oh, boy. Um, and it was just an anthology. Mm-hmm. Would, would you remake any of the segments then? Would you do it like the Twilight Zone movie? Uh, yes. Yes, I would. Um, I would probably scrap all the Silver Sight bullshit, you right, know, all right. that. Just have, like, either the Midnight Society or, like, if you want, you could do the... I mean, it's kind of trite. But like you know, uh, Tucker and Gary like going telling their kids and showing them the place in the woods and right. showing them the bag and blah da 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 da. And that's how it would. <clears throat> that's how it begins. Okay. And then they did like kid. Maybe there's only four kids this time, and they take turns telling a t- story each. Okay. Um. So and yeah, I think maybe do. Actually, yeah. In that case, I think remake would be the best thing to do. You could really like if you if you dug into those and gave them a little more time and like you know, modern day, like practical effects, some, some CGI, you could really make some of those cool. Uh, I don't know. Like what episodes would you do if, if you were, if you were in that situation? Um, what, what yeah, that, I was, was going to ask you the same thing. Um, I feel like you, you hit the nail on the head with laughing in the dark. Yeah. Um, but how would you expand that? Like, how would you, I mean, would you just make it scarier? Yeah. I think, I think that one's, pretty easy to expand because I feel like that the plot in that one's already kind of rushed you know it's like something like this happens uh, like a uh, kid gets made fun of 
um, for you know being afraid the bully goes in and gets the nose. There's a little bit of blah between the the bullying kid and the scared kid, and then the bully kid gets messed with by Zebo and immediately takes his nose back. I think you could draw that like you could gradually ramp up the Zebo fucking with him stuff a little more and like draw it out a little more, and then finally you know he he goes back and we have like maybe a little not a showdown but like a a thing that happens in the park, him sneaking into the park and the like the lights are all dark and it's like a creepy ass closed amusement park. And then him going back through the house, and now everything's shut off, and more creepy shit happens. Yeah. And then, then returning the nose, and okay. more or less the same. But yeah, I think that one's easy to expand. Uh, uh, Tale of the Midnight Madness would be another one. Midnight Madness? Which one is that? The vampire movie one. Oh! Yes. Yeah. All right, um, in this case, then, Larry Fessenden plays Vink. Mm-hmm. If it's going to be a movie... Absolutely. And we have to replace these people... Yeah. Larry Fessenden plays Vink. It would be it would be cool if we could get like maybe two with Vink and just have him in more than one short, kind of yeah. playing the same character, but no one references it, you right, know, kind of right. like they did in the show. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, that would be that one would be cool. Um, also, it sucks because using that vampire one kind of excludes one of my favorite episodes, which is the Night Shift, the Tale of the Night Shift. Oh, well, that's Another a really one. terrifying vampire yeah, too. Right. Like that's, yeah, that's the green face and everything. Looks horrifying, and yeah. it's, it's that like young girl, the whole thing, and then uh, the whole episode, and is it? the end. Yeah, it's is the it? uh, the redheaded nurse, the, yeah. the, the, the friend nurse, yeah. and then she ends up being the vampire, and then. She's not like her as a vampire. Apparently, the young girl's a complete glamour, and she's a horrific fucking monster. Right. Like an old man vampire. (laughs) Right. (laughs) Which is really creepy. Who keeps his coffin in the basement, conveniently near the boiler. (laughs) Um, Another great vampire one, though, is the... the, was it the tale of the nightly neighbors? Is that it? Oh, I forgot about that one. Yeah, the the yeah nightly neighbors, night something neighbors. Well, let's go to the tape. That one. which was another really... I don't know that that one would be, like, one you would want to do. It might get a little Fright Nighty. Yeah, because yeah. it basically... I mean, it is the essentially... Right. Yeah, the Tale of the Nightly Neighbors. Um, okay, that's a good one. All right, so, yeah, the vampire one... Or the va- vampire movie one, I feel like you could just go through... Do it like Waxworks and go through all these different... Like, the kid in, in the vampire movie finds a way to go, like, through other movies as well oh so it's not just a vampire right yeah that'd be awesome you could do a lot with that and that's also kind of an interesting twist on the original right. again speaking of expanding things because they talk about it at the end of that episode Vink is talking about all these other horror movies that he has yeah right. and yeah um, yeah that, that would be awesome kind of a natural fit what else would you do let's see well my next one was going to be Night Shift okay but um if, if Night Shift doesn't work um Oh man, let's see. Not another clown one. Ghastly Grin. Oh uh, yeah, cool, can't do Ghastly Grin. Can't, can't do another vampire. Can't do another clown. Um, not not the uh, not the dead man's float, but uh, wasn't there one that was like the tale of the drowned ghosts or something? And it was about that old man sailor and the kids like mess with him and he has to stay up all like all night to keep the ghosts from coming in off the lake. Do you remember this one? No. Okay, there was, was one. It like the fog. It, somewhat. Uh, there there's a there's an old man and these kids. He's like a weird neighbor and these kids are like messing with him and then they find out that he's weird because he lives right by this lake and apparently he caused a bunch of his sailor buddies or something to die a long time ago mm-hmm. and now he has to stay up and like keep a candle lit or something every night because they will they'll come in and like kill him if he, if he doesn't do they show the ghosts they do they, they show their hands i remember there's a part when they're on a dock and like the hands come up out of the water and grab one of the kids but i don't remember if you ever get a full shot at them but um but it's it's all it's all you know 
handle at the end somehow they put them to rest he right. had like a ring that belonged to one of them or something okay. and threw it in the water and everything's fine but that, that's how it goes um so it I, I would say that that was one that's one that you could probably do some fun shit with again the whole the water like the whole like having that backstory of what happened to his friends and you find that out a little bit later into the short right and like that that could be kind of cool what are some that you could never do <laughs> i know what my number one is what, because it would be one? too fucking frightening the Tale of the Dark Music. Oh, yeah. No, can't do you that. You can't. Just straight up kid murder. Like. <laughs> it's just... And the imagery is so terrifying. Yeah, right. The doll. The skeleton. The skeleton. The dark... Like, the thing that's like, feed me blood. Yeah, <laughs> like, You right. know? And then at the end, doesn't he feed it his sister? Or it's implied he's it, about to feed it his sister? He feeds the bully, and then, yeah, now he just has a bloodlust. Right. He's gonna <laughs> now feed. he just wants to feed stuff to this closet. <laughs> Um, yeah, yeah, that would be really hard to do. Let's see. Um, I don't know. I feel like you could, you could do most of them. The, the ones I'm thinking of are not because it's too graphic. It's because that would be just terrible. Um, like for example, watch, actually Watchers Woods might work. Um, see? I don't know. I think, I, I think I love Are You Afraid of the Dark too much. I'm trying yeah, to think of things exactly. I'm like, this is just terrible and I got, I got nothing. Um, oh man, the one you were thinking about with the old lady ghost—you couldn't do. That's too scary. Oh, tale yeah. apartment of the tale of apartment two fourteen. That's what it was. Yeah, and she's like has her friend, and her friend's like her friend, the old lady is like, please don't leave me alone this one night. Right. And the girl goes to a concert, and then it's like find out like she comes back, and it's like that's the night I died. No. <laughs> yeah. Right. It's like oh shit. <laughs> That'd be Ty West. That'd be the slogan. Yeah. <laughs> Ones you couldn't do just because of like technology. Tale of the phone police. Just really doesn't oh, work anymore. I forgot about that one. Speaking of, what was the the pinball wizard? That one. That, yeah, that one, that I one thought that would be then. fun as like kind of like a Black Mirror nostalgia piece, but now, yeah, you just couldn't anymore. <laughs> yeah, phone police was weird. Um, Bookish babysitter, you couldn't really do. I don't know. Bookish babysitter might be fun to update because the kid's like obsessed with his, like what video games or TV or something, yeah. and just taking that to the next logical step. Or like really into their cell phone, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. cell phone. They're like yeah. always on Facebook, and, and he then... just gets attacked by Angry Birds. Yeah. <laughs> do you, do you uh, tell the doll maker you couldn't do because that's too fucking horrifying? Where the girl gets turned into a doll. Do you remember that? Oh yeah, yeah, I do remember that one. It was super weird. Like her hand falls off. She has like the porcelain hand and it, like falls off. And right. Her friends are trying to get her out of there. Yeah, I do remember that one. Uh, Tale of the Crimson Ghost, another one that you should never do. Do you remember Let's this see. one? I remember what I remember the red creepy ass ghost. Like again, he doesn't. Or he Crimson like Clown, looking. Crimson Clown, not Crimson Ghost. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the was that the Ryan Gosling one? No, that's the one uh, where the kid, like his little brothers, are a piece of shit. Yeah, and he like gets he like tells them the Crimson Clown's gonna get him. Yeah, I forgot about that one. And that's. Horrifying. Yeah, yeah. That clown for, is for horrifying. Sure. Do you remember the one where um, there um, were they're like, uh, oh shit? There's like this weird building. These, this girl and her brother goes into, and then they at the end like a lot of shenanigans ensue. And at the end, the girl finds out that she's an alien. Tale of the Thirteenth Floor. That's the Thirteenth Floor. All right. Wow. I don't even remember. I don't remember nothing about that except the reveal at the end, and she has that weird faceless silver yeah. head. Yeah, and, and and because they should have just listened to the aliens and yeah. gone with them, and yeah. she would have been fine. <laughs> um. The one that you were talking about is the tale of the water demons. Water demons. Yeah. That was it. Yeah, that, that would be, I think that one could be expanded pretty well. Uh, the one that I would never want to see expanded, another one I would never want to see expanded, is the one where um, fucking Bobcat Goldthwait plays the, the, <laughs> the uh, Sandman. Yeah. Fuck 
that because that one's like the most depressing ending for I me. I don't remember how it ends. I remember him as the Sandman, and I remember his distinctive ass bobcat voice. Bobcat but... voice. Uh, yeah, like the girl gets like caught in never-ending sleep. Oh, like a constant dream. Yeah. Yeah. Speaking of speaking of iconic voices, you really couldn't do the uh, the radio station one with uh, Gilbert Gottfried. No. <laughs> yeah. It just, it's couldn't not too do. scary. It's just it would not work at right. all. Like, <laughs> uh, <laughs> he's trying to take you to the radio station where people go and they die because he thinks you're dead because you listen to the dead people radio station <laughs> in a hearse. <laughs> Tale of the badge would be cool. You could update the badge. The do, badge. Do you remember him? Oh, it was like no. this creature. Um, it's about a girl who who like. I don't know. There's like a flute or something, but there's no. just like this ancient creature. Let me see if I yeah, can. I mean, I'm sure if I see him, I'll remember, but I don't remember, remember Badge. The, he looks like a weasel man. The Badge are... <laughs> Sorry, audience. At, the, at this time, go ahead and Google The Badge. The badge. Are you wow. the and you'll be right where we are. I do remember that wonky-ass looking weasel face guy. Yeah, I remember look him now. Him. That's not one that I've thought about, I think, since I was a kid. Holy shit. He does look like a scary weird pirate nightmare he's got a lot of a lot of influences I'm gonna be the badge for Halloween (laughs) I'm pretty sure you can make that prosthetic that's probably no more difficult than your bebop uh, yeah that's true um (laughs) wow oh look at him he's creepy is that the uh the night shift yep vampire yeah right this guy wow so yeah you couldn't do that that's That's that's, too scary horrifying just too horrifying um then there's bobcat man oh yeah so all right, so we've talked about what you could do and what you couldn't do. I feel like we've got a pr- we've had a pretty good pitch. Yeah, you know, I think I think may- maybe we could get this made. Worse things have been made, you know. So yeah, clearly <laughs> right. Um, if the Bye Bye Man can get off the ground, our fucking <laughs> right. If they can, well, they've rebooted Twilight Zone. This it's all right. So to kind of wrap up, it's surprising to me that this hasn't happened yet. Yeah, I can see that. Same with Goosebumps, actually. Like as much as everyone's cashing in on nostalgia, nostalgia is such big money right now. Well, the Goosebumps had the movie. Oh, that's true. Yeah, that was a thing. And they've got a sequel coming out next year. Really? Yeah, okay. they're, they're going to Horrorland, which is pretty that's cool. dope. Yeah. That's actually okay. really cool. Didn't know about that. Yeah. So, in that regard, it makes sense. But otherwise, it's kind of like... I feel like Goosebumps would be cool to see rebooted as an anthology. Yeah, yeah, you absolutely. Know, or as a TV show. I'm, I'm, I'm regretful they didn't do that this time uh, I right. feel like they spread it a little too thin made it a little too anthology not like anthology like just everything too opposite yeah right um, and I just I don't know I feel like they really um, the the episodes of I feel like a lot of Are You Afraid of the Dark has aged really well yeah I don't feel like that about Goosebumps yeah I agree um, yeah I mean I think Goosebumps always worked better as books Right. Than uh, than the show uh, because just so much of Goosebumps hinged on the ending always like yeah. the big thing was always the ending and that's the I feel like the the show kind of didn't phone it in but they really tried to get you there like that's what we're all working to to get to this ending yeah um like this kind of payoff um but yeah I think that the payoff of this this podcast is Adam <laughs> Wingard is gonna hear this and make the Are You Afraid of the Dark movie and make a lot of money and I, we're gonna hate oh, it oh <laughs> man if that happens what I really want to happen is that. I somehow get to fight Adam because <laughs> I would beat the fucking brakes off that dude. We just need to get him to insult uh, Uwe Bull and oh man, <laughs> and then show it to him and then Doctor Bull, <laughs> Doctor Bull, we need you. Uh, well, cool, man. I I feel like this has been fun. I hope it's fun for everybody. I mean, we want to know from you, like what you, the audience, would do for 
your Are You Afraid of the Dark reboot. Yeah, make our ideas look stupid. Yeah, please. <laughs> Matt's is already pretty dumb. Uh, no, I'm just kidding. Uh, I just think it would be challenging. I have I have a 15-page uh, like a summary. He's actually been reading off of his thesis. Yeah. It's really bizarre. Uh, so for a Bigger Show, this has been... Matt Miles. Matt. General Audience <laughs> Miles. <laughs> and I've been Mike D. Thank you all so much for listening. We will catch you next time. Goodbye. <laughs>